Hello, and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley, and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real-life challenges, the real-life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013, where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space, and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome to episode number 34. Now today's episode is titled, um, I know what to do, I just need to do it. Now, oh boy, this statement, I wanted to hit record today because this is something that I hear quite frequently. And interestingly, it's not necessarily just one subset or one category of people that I work with. Um, It is common amongst clients and coaches. And I find that this statement is so common, but the severity or the power of this statement, um, the power that it has on our actions is so significant. And I do find that a lot of people see it for what it is, leave it alone, and then wonder why they're not getting the results that they're after. So today I wanted to talk about the statement um, and break into it a little bit more detail because there is just so much more associated with this particular statement. Um, And I do find that when we actually tackle the statement and start to engage in conversation, that is a lot more helpful. Um, There's just so much magic that can happen when this statement is laid to rest or when it's diminished or, you know, when it's when it's told to basically piss off. So one thing that I hear is when coaches have a client and the client would say to that coach, look, I know what to do. I just need to do it. That's why I want to have you help me. I need some accountability. Um, that can be like an example of that statement being used. Another example is a client might say to a coach, like, I do know what to do, but I just need to do it. And then a coach can snap back or respond with, well, you know, look, if you did know what to do, would you still be in the position that you're in now? Um, you know, you haven't been able to get the results that you keep telling me you want. Um, and you're telling me that you know what to do, but you know, why are you not doing that? Now that that example there and that response to that statement, that's a very, like, first and foremost, that's a very unhelpful way to respond to someone that's saying that. So we first of all have to recognize that when someone says, I know, but I just, I just need to do it, or I know, I know what to do. I have the skills to do it. We need to recognize that there is a reason why someone is not following through. And the reason why someone's not following through with the how-tos, the frameworks, the strategies, the steps that they've been taught or read about is often because there's a lot of, you know, messy things underneath it. If we think about an iceberg, right, especially when it comes to behavior change, transformational change, wanting to achieve any goal, we know that how-to framework strategies, like they don't work. If, If all of those things worked, we would have people that would be achieving their goals left, right, and center. 
So we have to realize that the I knows and the steps and the frameworks, behavior change, goal chasing, achieving anything is not simply just steps. And there is a lot of emotions involved and a lot of messiness with emotions that can come up when we are trying to obviously achieve something. So in respect to someone saying, I know, but I just need to do it, we have to realize that in that middle piece there, there is going to be some struggles. There's going to be some deep rooted challenges, roadblocks, shame, vulnerabilities, whatever it might be. There's some harder stuff to tackle there. And that will typically be the reason why someone is not going from I know into actually obtaining those results. So I want you to enter that the like open up that lens when you enter a conversation with someone when they're saying I know because there is a lot more to to the to the story when they're responding that way okay now if we know that like I know I know when we throw out I know it is often like a stop a stop point and a safeguard if you think about an example when you've been talking to someone and they respond to you in that way or you throw that statement out to someone else like that statement is really really good at like putting a spanner in the works of a conversation um, like whoever is having that conversation with you might be stumped a bit, might not know where to go from there, might kind of like change the subject. It's just such a statement that like puts puts out a fire straight away. And unless you're a coach that wants to delve deeper, get uncomfortable, go into the fire with the client, the client will be really successful when they say, I know, or you'll be really successful when you throw out, I know to someone else. So we have to we have to acknowledge that this state, that statement has the power to do that, okay? But it is just a smokescreen. It is just a statement that is trying to push us off the scent of finding out that struggle and finding out that pain, shame, and vulnerability underneath. So that's that's a really important part there to recognize. Now, when we're in, when we feel ourselves saying, I don't, I, I know, I know what to do, I just need to do it. I want you to think about when you've been an example and when you've been an experience of saying something like that. And you'll probably find that when you start to delve deeper, it is likely going to be some deep seated re- reasons, some real big challenges as to why you're not carrying through. And that's a task that I want you to do is let's think about your business as a coach. There are going to be things that you know you should be doing in order to grow your business, or there should be things that you know you should be doing in order to like make your business more profitable, um, successful, help your clients get better results. But there, there will be reasons why you won't be doing those things. And it won't necessarily be things like, I don't have time. I don't, you know, I don't know the skill sets um, of how to do it. I, you know, I completely lost. Like those are smokescreen answers that are tacked onto I know. And if we really go into that and do a bit of reflection piece around, okay, well, what is actually going on and why am I actually not following through and doing these things? Because, you know, if someone didn't know how to set up something in their business like a system or if someone didn't know how to get a result for a client, there are so many result, like so many resources out there for us to look at. It's not for a lack of not knowing. It can be for a lack of not necessarily not trying, but there's going to be something that's that middle ground of why we're not getting on the internet, Googling how to do it, asking someone that might have been successful in that endeavor is putting themselves out there to be in a position to then learn. 
And the, the real things that might be coming up is they don't want to be judged if they were to ask someone because they might be a few years into the business and they feel like they probably have, should already have their shit sorted out with this particular realm. So they might not even want to go there because it's going to raise some judgment that they have about themselves around, you know, how good their business is or how well their business is going. Same thing if someone didn't know how to get like someone results or troubleshoot a lift, they might say, I know how to do that. However, you know, they know that they can probably be scrubbing up a bit more on technical expertise, but they don't want to ask someone that's a really good technical coach because they don't want to like let this facade out or let it known that, hey, maybe they don't know as much as they're putting out or maybe, you know, they should be spending some more time there and it really starts to raise some like confidence around coaching. So, it's it's about understanding that when we say I know, it's it's easier to say I know, I know, but I just need to do it. Like that is so much easier to put that out and it's tested and there's evidence that someone who is not going to like poke the bear or ask any more questions, like there's just so much evidence and we would have had reinforcement before that that works, that statement works. The alternative to saying, instead of saying I know what to do, I just need to do it. The alternative of where we need to go is we need to get really honest with ourselves and then with someone else who we're having that conversation with and open into that shame and vulnerability and open into those struggles. Because if we want to get anything in our life, anything in our business, you know, we have to start being open and honest around what we're actually thinking and feeling if we want to get through it. So for example, the easier thing to say is I I know how to do it. I just need to do it. The harder thing is to say, you know, I I know what to do. However, I'm really scared to like ask someone how to do it because I don't want them to think that I don't know what I'm doing as a coach. That is 10 times fucking harder to say than the first statement. Another example, I know what to do, but I just need to do it. Or I know what to do, but I just, you know, don't have enough time. Okay, that's a fairly easy thing to say. It's a fairly like, you know, safeguard statement. The harder thing to say is, I know what to do. However, I'm not doing it because I'm like watching four hours of Netflix a day because I feel like I just want to drown out my day because I'm exhausted at the end of the day of coaching. I'm exhausted when I get home, uh, you know, after being on the floor all day. I just, I just don't have the capacity to be doing anything else. That is much harder because then that starts to raise some questions around, you know, energy management and that person might feel like someone might judge them for not having it all together. Another example is, I know what to do. I just need to do it. You know, the the harder thing to say is, you know what, I don't know what to do and I do need help and I'm I'm really confused and I feel like I'm a fucking fraud or I just I just don't know if I can stay in this industry. Like that is so much harder to say than I don't know. So when you hear one of your clients saying, I don't know, but more importantly, coaches, when you hear yourself say, I don't, I, sorry, when you hear clients say, I know what to do, but I just need to do it now. More importantly, when you hear yourself say, I know what to do, I just need to do it. I want you to stop. I want you to have that radar on and go, fuck, okay, what is actually going on here? I'm saying I know, but what are the real reasons why I am not following through with these tasks? What is the real reason why I'm not taking action and ultimately not getting the results that I'm after? Is it fear? Is it fear of judgment? 
Is it worry? Is it completely overthinking it? Is it scarcity? What is it? What are the reasons why you're saying you don't you do know, but you're not following through? You have to push yourself if you want to stop, if you want to stop this language pattern. And this is a language pattern that is like it can be such a go-to for people and it can be such an easy thing that rolls off the tongue. Now, for me as a coach, when I hear this statement, because of the the coaching method and the way that I like to coach, it is always a flag for me to ask further questions. And I'm not going to go in and go, well, you know, you keep saying that you know what to do. Well, look, if that's the case, you know, let's have a look why why you're not doing it because you're not getting the results. I know and truly respect and can see that there's going to be a lot of shame and vulnerability underneath it because that's why there is the smokescreen answer and this roll off the tongue statement that can be just thrown out willy nilly. So because of that, I know that I need to step into this area and step into this language pattern, this conversation with this coach, with this client, very respectfully and very you know, like very supportive, being very empathetic because when we've got things underneath, when we've got that iceberg, you know, we only see the tip of the iceberg, which is the I know, but there's so much underneath the iceberg. And that person, whether it's a client or a coach, has learned to keep that iceberg underwater. They've learned to be able to say that statement of I know, but I I just need to do it. They've learned to operate their life normally, They've learned to continue to, to live everyday life without addressing some of these things. Now, especially when it comes to coaches, if you're a coach and you hear yourself saying this all the time, we need to step into this slowly because it probably has been there for a while and no amount of like being really, really aggressive with it, I don't think is going to be the best approach, okay? So how I would be doing it is going, okay, um, I'm hearing you, like I'm hearing what you're saying. Um, and it, it does sound like you feel like you've got the skill sets in order to know what to do. I would be opening into that a little bit more. I would be settling the, the energy because when you're a person that says, I know, like you're often going to raise an emotional charge in yourself, okay, because you know that someone's getting closer to seeing your shit. Someone is getting closer towards finding the real reason. So it can make you anxious. It can make you a little uptight. Your breathing can get shallow. You might get a red chest, all of that kind of stuff, right? So I just kind of mill around a little bit there and make that person feel comfortable. So it's about going, okay, well, let's, you know, have a discussion at what the skill sets are. um, What's kind of the tangible stuff that we need to do and what's the tangible stuff that's involved with achieving this goal. Um, And that's kind of like a safe place to start is having that conversation there around, okay, cool. Well, you know, let's use an example of systems. If someone's like, I know what to do with systems, but I just need to do it. Um, Especially around money, because it's such a big pain point for a lot of coaches. I'll go, all right. I understand that money and, and money mindset is a really, awkward, irky, uncomfortable area for a lot of people. So I'll just talk really, really openly around like surface level stuff so that they can feel comfortable that I'm not going to attack them or push them too hard. Then what I like to do before I go into being a bit more direct is I like to do what I call a segue. 
Now, the middle point between the segue between um, like milling around with surface level conversation and just kind of opening into it so they feel comfortable, that's the first part. The, the, the third part is going really direct with them and, you know, really helping them to see why these things are, are happening and why they are not following through with these tasks. But the middle ground is a segue. Now, in the segue part, I like to do this with... Um, I like to do it with two approaches. I like to do it with relatability and empathy. Now, empathy, of course, is empathy is about making someone feel comfortable, but not patronizing them. It's making someone feel comfortable and that they're not alone. They don't feel like an alien, but it's not going to a, a space of just going, yeah, I know I'm, I've done that too. Like that's not empathetic just by going, oh, I've experienced that before. Like you truly have to change your tone of voice. You have to really remember a point in time when you were in that position. Um, or if you haven't been, it's about trying to pull out some relatable experiences, whether it's with your clients, whether it's uh, an example that has similar themes, but you truly have to get into that empathetic space of when you've felt it so that you can relate to that client. So that's about getting empathy there. And I also find that in that segue piece, some sort of like relatable story is a really good segue to explain. So if I've got a coach that's talking about systems and they're saying, I know what to do, but I'm just not, I just need to do it. I'll often use myself when I first started in the industry around why I wasn't doing anything like that. However, because I'm not there now, and sometimes they can feel like I'm not on the same track as them because I have got all my systems, well, majority of my systems in place. I'll use an example of one of my clients who's another coach. And I'll use a relatable story about another coach who is in a similar position. Because this segue piece is all about them not feeling like an alien. It's all about them not feeling like they're alone or like they're the only person that is like as fucked up as they feel in their head. Because when we're in our problems and our struggles, like it feels like we're the only person. And the segue piece is so, so important for you to then gain trust, rapport, like conversation for you to go into that next part of going, okay, let's open into the real reasons why the the things you're saying, I know, and you know, where's the middle piece of why you're not doing it? So you have to really sit in that like in that segue. And that's just not one one conversation. Sometimes that segue conversation can be weeks, it can be days, it can Gosh, it can be months. It really depends on how much pain, struggle, shame is associated with the subject or this topic of why they're not doing it. So just respect that and really recognize that, you know, sometimes you can't make this go faster as a coach. Um, and sometimes you can't get the result as, as fast as you would like to because there's a lot of shame and often a lot of years or a lot of experiences wrapped up in this. Okay. So you know, that, that's what I wanted to bring up with this I know stuff. And the major take-homes that I want you to be aware of here is when someone says I know or when you coaches in particular say I know what to do but I just need to do it, stop. Ding, 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 ding. That is a red flag that poten potentially this is a smokescreen answer. If it's a smokescreen answer, what are the real reasons of why we're throwing this statement out? There is typically going to be something else underneath it at the base of that iceberg that needs to be raised up above the water because when it's so far down in the water, like we're able to, to function, we're able to live that way. So if we want to change something and get an outcome that we haven't been able to get, we need to raise that bottom of the iceberg up above the water 
We need to do that slowly with segue, relatability, trust, rapport can be however much time that person needs. We need to raise it above the water so we can see it. You are not going to be able to tackle the bottom of the iceberg by not allowing someone to be comfortable and just throwing out a statement with things like, well, if you know what to do, you would be doing those things. That is not a way for that iceberg to come up above the water in, a, in an appropriate manner. That is someone feels like they're being attacked. Someone feels like they're getting judged. They got more shame on, on top of them. So take that segue piece is recognizing that when someone says, I know there is a lot of, there can be bigger things underneath and your job as a coach or your job as your on your own personal coaching is to understand what is below the iceberg. And when we can really delve into what's below the water and the, the big thick of the iceberg, we are going to get closer to moving away from that statement of I know, and we're going to get closer towards actually starting to do some of the things that we say we know we do, okay? So that's that's what I wanted to just leave you with today, okay? Because I do feel that this statement is, is coming up fairly regularly right now, um, and especially in tough situations, I do find when there is a challenging environment, people will use this statement a fair bit because like we said, it's a natural stop point. Um, and for us here in Melbourne, we are in the second lot of lockdowns where we've been locked down harder. Um, and I'm starting to hear this statement coming out a little bit more because it's a natural stop point. When you engage with someone and they use the stop point, we don't have to go any further. But your job as a coach is to help that person break into that stuff below the water in a, in a really appropriate and safe way. Um, so that they can then start to move towards the the actions and the results that they're after. Okay, so one thing that I'm going to leave you with today is the I know I knows that you're saying coaches. I want you to grab a pen and paper. I want you to jump into your journal, and I want you to completely switch that I know to being like, what is the real fucking reason? And you might start to go into a space where you know, the internal dialogue can get into a negative space or you start to push yourself further into a shame hole. Um, if that is the case, then open in with someone externally that you can trust to help you pull you out of that. Um, if, you feel, if you feel like that's a piece of work that you can do yourself, get it out. Like get those I knows out and get the real things out. I know, I know, I just need to do it change that. I know what to do. However, the real reason I'm not doing it is X, Y, Z. Okay. I hope that gave you something to think about today, coaches. And I hope that also gave you another perspective when it comes to approaching your clients when they say that, because it's don't, don't shame them. Don't, don't throw stuff at them to make them feel worse. And I know that your intention, you know, a lot of the time might not be to make them feel worse, but inadvertently when we're throwing out statements like that, you know, the, the, the power of words, um, it can really turn them off. All right, guys, until next week, have a great week and I'll speak with you then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode today and it gave you something to think about. Now, I just wanted to do a bit of a shout out before I finish up this episode. Um, and this is a shout out to all the coaches in Melbourne and Australia. Um, it is a really hard time to be a coach in Melbourne right now with us still being in lockdown um, over five months now with our industry being turned on its head. Um, my gym has been closed for five months, um, but we have very much been helping our clients, still supporting our clients during this time because 
The role of a coach is to pivot and adapt and provide to your clients in whatever capacity they need. And I never thought that my role as a coach would look like this. I didn't think we would be running a business uh, fully online for this period of time because it's not what I prefer to do. Um, but you know, we've done it and it's it's hard. So I just wanted to say to you, you coaches in Melbourne that I can see you and I, and I feel you. Um, and I want you to realize and recognize that if you're still serving your clients, like you are fucking a queen king and your clients will thank you for years to come because this is a very fucking challenging time and we know that for our clients we are we see them at their best and we see them at their worst and and right now it's a hard time so they might have they might be discharging some emotions on you they might be in a really hard spot and mentally it's it's really tiring and I just want you to know to hang in there because we will get through this and you will be a better coach for it once we come out of this. You might not be able to see it now, but you'll learn so many lessons and you will just, you will level up as a coach if you're still serving. So just wanted to to leave you with that and and tell you that I'm all, I'm sending love to all of the coaches in Melbourne. All right, guys. Bye.